was The Mandalorian, Episode 7, The Reckoning Good. I'm your host, Ravi, joined by Krishna and Arjuna, my two brothers. We are also joined by Mercedes, a new and upcoming Star Wars fan. Hello. Whoa. That was good. That was like Pennywise. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> or, Winnie the Pooh pe- or Winnie the Pooh type oh. stuff. We have a clown among us. Uh, Arjuna? Wow. Us. Arjuna? He's a clown? Oh, I meant the... The one who went, hello. And for those but, listening, you know. uh, Mercedes is not a car. She is a human being. Wow. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> that was Just rough. in case people were you know, confused. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. Why would we ever tonight? have like an inanimate object like on our... That's messed up. We're pretty weird. So <laughs> we might try like a weird thing like, uh, I'm your host, Ravi. Joined by my two brothers, Krishna and Ravi. And Arjuna. <laughs> yeah, joined by himself. Yep. See, it's not as easy as you think it is. Uh, Jeez. It's easier. Anyway, so we're talking Mandalorian episode seven, the episode where a bunch of stormtroopers come out, raise guns, shoot, uh, shoot into a target area, clearly fucking miss, but still kill everyone but the three main characters in that situation. Good episode. Podcast <laughs> over. <laughs> okay, bye. Well, that's succinct. Uh, as always, we're going to start with our one-word impression, which we use to recap the entire episode. Uh, Mercedes, you're the guest. So Arjuna will go first. Oh, man. <laughs> nice. Uh, my one word is going to be inclusive. Oh. And uh, I use that word because, uh, spoiler spoiler alert, uh, essentially the first six episodes all kind of come together in this one episode and a lot of these little side quests, you could almost call them, that we've seen, uh, all the elements that, that you've seen in some of the, these episodes come together in the penultimate episode of the season. Uh, and, and things are starting to make sense. You're starting to there's there's a there's an understanding and there's a, a method to the madness of, of you know. I think last week I I went on about you know everything just seemed random. Like it just seemed like we had all these standalone episodes that really didn't connect that well. And you see multiple returning characters come back together. You see the main conflict come into focus, and you're presented. With uh, an inclusive episode. There you go. That's kind of beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Just kidding. That was that was all right. Aww. Mercedes, now um now that you he's gone, uh-huh. he's the youngest, uh-huh. so now you can go Kay. as the guest. Um, my one word is void. Whoa. And I say that because I think for the first twenty minutes, I said, "This is pointless." <laughs> oh my what, god. What's happening? <laughs> I what? mean. Everything is pointless at the end of the day. We're all just space dust. dust. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Wait, you, you felt yourself, it was so pointless, you were pulled into a void of non-existence. No, like, you know, when, you know when you write stuff on a piece of paper, you can get the void stamp? Like, oh, I made a mistake, let's start again, but you don't oh. want anyone to read it. Just void the whole thing. Oh, oh. my God. Wow, that's even worse than yeah. what I was thinking. Damn. No, because, okay, so I've watched you guys play the video games, the Star Wars one. Yes. And it feels like every episode is like, right, we're going to do a new challenge. This one's doing this. It's not right. necessarily leading anywhere, but we have a new challenge today. Yeah. Just scrap it. Leave it alone. We could have gone a week without it, and it would have all been fine. Wow. Yeah. Shit. Her tough words. And uh, she came out swinging. Mm-hmm. I have a word to her word. Um, it's just wrong. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> I, I have a word to your oh, word. I, I want to avoid her To word. her word. Oh, my God. Mercedes. The car. Oh, <laughs> the inanimate <That's> object. <laughs> you have to off. remember, I'm coming from, I'm not coming from a, I'm not coming from the same angle you guys are with totally. being mega Star Wars fans. Sure. So I'm coming as an outsider, as you're saying. Nah. I'm not a mega Star Wars fan. Should we give you, are coming, I mean, you are coming from the outsider because you are British and you're coming from England. Um, <laughs> right? What the fuck? 
<laughs> right? We have American accents. She has a British accent. Clearly, an outsider. Oh. That, that's what you meant, right? You're an outsider. You are aware, Trump. What's Chris, happening? Chris, you're aware <laughs> we were born in England, right? What? Uh, uh, I we, want the proof. Wait, should we do what the typical online Star Wars fan does and trash Mercedes? Can just say that she's wrong and Star Wars we did that. always meant to be <laughs> a, a war movie. Why is that? Because she's a woman? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, because we're just ta- no, we're just talking about the toxic culture of uh, Star Wars. Right, well, but those uh, idiot <laughs> Star Wars fans, their big thing was. Because All the mail. Yeah, just uh, so sick. Christian, Kennedy's Christian get us back on track with our one-word impression. Yes. What is your one-word impression? My one word is, in fact, a number, and it's 501st. <laughs> that's good. Which technically is, well, okay, that's good. I, 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 as a 501st, yes. non-really active, terrible member of yeah. that organization, appreciate that. That was a yeah. weak flex. Like you tried to flex, <laughs> but like you had you. Yeah, you, 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 you like as a 501st oh, member, member, but I'm not really uh, an active member. And I'm just I, being I, honest. Uh, I'm just because if, <laughs> if any of them listen, yeah, true. I don't want them to like start out. like calling me out on forums. He yeah. did start with big dick energy though and just Yeah, you know, you, well, you, you had a family fucking friendly podcast <laughs> there, right? <laughs> no fucking dick words in here. Jesus. Anyway, 501st is the word because – Back, I think, um, when we went to Star Wars Celebration, yep. Yep. Uh, that was a panel with uh, John Favreau and Dave Filoni, and they told this real quick, interesting story about how on one of the episodes, they had, like, a shortage of, sh- of stormtroopers. And they were, like, rattling their brains. We're like, we don't have, like, enough people. And they are like, well, what do we do? They just called up the 501st garrison, and they had a bunch of 501st with, you know, the with the certified armor. Come over. They pay them probably like twenty bucks. It's uh, not even. No, it's, it's legion. It's that. legion approved armor, which is like the top of the line. So better than five hundred first. Well, it's five hundred first, but oh, like okay. within the five hundred first, you have different tiers of level of armor. Sure. So like my armor back here, Bob, he's just straight up plastic, mm. uh, off of him pl- plastic injection molds. Their armor is fiberglass. Holy! I want that armor. Yeah, it's like legit heavy. Is it heavy? It's, it's somewhat heavier type armor, but then it's also cut. To each individual like person, wow. That's great. You can never lose yeah. or gain weight ever. <laughs> yeah, otherwise you're a screwed. lot of five hundred first. With fun, fun fact, a lot of five hundred first members when they sadly uh, either get into like health issues where either they are losing a lot of weight or they gain a lot of weight or whatever, they will part with their armor yeah. because it is a huge investment and money suck. Yeah, if you're not using it, then yeah, get rid of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So. But um, and so uh, this episode was finally the episode where we saw that story come to fruition. We saw a, sh- a shit ton of stormtroopers, and uh, Rabbi, I think, even said it while we we're watching the episode. Oh, five or first. He's five or first. He's five or first. I think I might know who I that think, is. I think the funniest cetera, thing during that panel was Favreau and Filoni said that the five or first members were pointing out inaccuracies that they had yeah. on the arm of the armored people that weren't five or first members, yeah. and they said it was actually. Very helpful. Sure. <laughs> I, I, they say helpful. Deep down, it's really annoying, I bet. It They're is. like, okay, you know what? Shut up. <laughs> yeah, because uh, because when we were at Star Wars Celebration, I wore my non – it's not a 501st approved yet <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, costume. And there were at least three people that came up to me and were just you know Super just just pointed out inaccuracies and you've never you've never felt so small until like someone <laughs> just rips on you and your costume at a convention. Wow. Oh yeah, and then we're talking about grown grown men. ass men. They're men. They're all men. <laughs> yes. And they're, they're yeah. older and in various states of. 
Decay. <laughs> of decay, yeah. They're clearly Mental from, and physical. They're clearly okay. from a certain area of the country. Yeah. Oh, <coughs> 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 oh well. Actually, uh, uh, So, Ravi, I guess we have to go to you. Yeah, so as always, I'm never prepared for this segment because, you know, why ever be prepared? So I'm just going to keep talking until something pops in my head. And healing is the word. Healing, nice. I'm going to go nice. with. Uh, and the main reason is because we actually see the child. You know, you could have also picked the word choke. Uh, there's no. two sides to a coin here. A choke. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't particularly um, enjoy the choke. No, I just. I, I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh this, got, this is gonna be a kinky podcast. <laughs> hey, you what? like that choke? Well, if you've seen the episode, you know exactly what I'm talking about. What the fuck? Anyway, uh, uh, healing uh, mostly because we finally see uh, Baby Yoda, the child, um, actually heal. Uh, Carl Weathers' character, whose name I can't remember, because uh, Grief Cargas, mm. Grief um, injury from the the flying dragon things. <laughs> he was able to go touch him. <laughs> it's gonna eat me. Heal him pretty easily, and as we've all all remember from episode one, right? It was episode one, episode two, episode Wait, two, episode what? yeah, you're right, episode two of the Mandalorian, oh. where uh, the child reaches out and tries to heal the Mandalorian. He's finally able to go and actually show what he can do. Mm-hmm. So beyond that, we know that this thing is obviously clearly somewhat powerful. Can lift a giant rhino thing. Can heal people. Can force can choke, choke. Force choke people. Um, so I, I just think it's really real quick, right? That's very interesting though, that they highlighted two of the most extreme force yeah. powers. Yeah. Force choking is dark side as you can get. And literally healing something is as light side as you can get. Yeah. That's very interesting. I don't think we've seen – I don't think there's been a single uh, – uh, force user on screen that I can think of uh, in the movies both. or in live action stuff that can do both. Now, correct me if I'm wrong though, the Bindu, can the Bindu do both? Because the Bindu is totally force neutral. Remember from uh, I would, Rebels? Uh, Rebels. Rebels? I would assume that he can do that. We don't actually see him use powers. He, n- he only ever uses like psychedelic powers and psychedelic time, 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 on a massive trip. Like oh. time, time type things where he can like move to the next day or whatever. Oh, right. That's the only type of force things we see. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I would point out is the child is still a child slash baby, right? So his power may be all over the place. But remember, he doesn't know, right? Like he doesn't get, like as a baby, you don't know. Right from wrong. He We're but, but right? he's, baby. he's clearly more than like baby level intelligence because he recognized that grief had an injury and was able to go up to him and heal him. Yeah, he's, but more, he's, he's more like a cat. Well, he, he's going off. He, he's I he's think he's, animal he's, instinct. Right. Though. No. Well, he's a young child. So, so he does like, for example, when uh, the Mandalorian and, and Cara Dune were having the arm wrestling match. He didn't realize, like he didn't realize it was a friendly type of thing. Right. He thought the Mandalorian, which he sees as you know, uh, his protector or whatever, was in trouble because remember she's winning at that point. So he he sees distress in someone he cares for, and he reacts by attacking that person. He didn't realize, mm-hmm. you know, much like a young child doesn't know how the how to differentiate between like extreme, you know, complex emotions. The the. The, the child is just going off basic mm-hmm. whatever. Right. Yeah. We also learned some interesting – there's an interesting conversation right uh, right before that, I think, with the Mandalorian and uh, – what's his name? Um, Nick Nolte's character. Uh, Quill. 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 Where uh, the Mandalorian says, I believe – I forget the exact wording he uses. 
he's he, he's he believes the baby is manufactured in a gen, in a gene yeah. form yeah. of some type and quill says no i've worked in enough of these this seems evolved evolved natural yeah right i think that's what he means right like right. born and he so according so obviously that's no affirmation one way or the other but it's just interesting because obviously a lot of people have been speculating is this a clone is this you know a descendant is this a reincarnation is this just was did it just show up right we don't know well, I, so I, well I think it's interesting though because it, it confirms he's not a clone right well, I, I he's not a genetic I, thing because I wouldn't he says, say it confirms it but I think it it wants it the show is at least trying to lean you to think that this was a born baby yeah it's hinting towards that strongly yes but it, I would not say it confirms one way or the other because clearly these characters don't know like they don't even really know what the for- like Quill starts to like hint that he knows what the force is, but then him and uh, Cara Dune start bickering about, you know, Republic and Imperials. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, why would like if you're the show creator, why would you throw that line in there, if not to kind of not necessarily to confirm, but to kind of like steer everyone away from the idea that, that, that this could be a clone? That's what they're at least trying to lead you to. But that, right. it, it, then they could reverse it, and it is a clone. You know, okay. they at least want. At least what they're trying to make you believe is this is a natural baby. Right. But then obviously Moff Gideon at the end says, there's much more to this child that you don't know, and you'll never understand because I'm the chicken man. Wait, what? He's a character from Breaking Bad. Uh, he's a, uh, a a drug lord uh, of Mexican descent. And Gus he Frank. Owns, he owns a chain of ch- uh, chicken restaurants. El Polo Hermanos. El, El Polo Hermanos. And that's the front for, you know... Crystal doing meth. his crystal meth trade. The Chicken Brothers. Yeah, that's yeah. what the restaurant's yeah. called. He killed. By the way, um, he the person that he opened the restaurant with, you know, his quote unquote brother. It wasn't really his brother, but they were the Chicken Brothers. He he had him killed. Fun, fun yeah. fact. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank that's you. why. That's why he's the Chicken Man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Yeah. And by the way, in that show, he is terrifying. He's really good. And the actor's name is Giancarlo Esposito. So he's playing, obviously, a character called Moff Gideon. Yeah. Yes. Let's actually jump into Moff Gideon because mm. he was interesting in the sense that we finally see him after being teased since Star Wars Celebration. Yeah. Uh, we finally see him. We see some awesome-ass Death Troopers. And interestingly enough with uh, Moff Gideon is his uh, outfit. It is. Uh, the internet has already kind of said, "Oh, it's very, very, wow, wow, <laughs> it is very good, oh. very, very, very good, very good." Oh yeah, very good. Oh. Um, the internet has already kind of responded to his outfit, saying, "Oh, it's, it seems kind of very Vader esque." Mm. Uh, specifically, where he's got a cape, yeah, he's got a armored chest piece, he's got armored shoulder pads, uh, which, if you look at like Vader's outfit, sure, same idea. The only thing that's kind of missing is a is a helmet. Um, and, and the, the robot and the limbs. robotic pieces. <laughs> and the ro- well, we and don't. The f- well, and the laser sword. Well, we don't know. And the four. Have you seen him? Have you s- <laughs> well, okay. And being seven feet okay, tall. Okay, hold on, hold on. So and being a dog. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. So the force part is interesting because uh, EliteDaily.com came with an article a couple hours ago, and they are suggesting that obviously we don't know anything about Gideon, and we may not know anything even after next week. But they're suggesting that Gideon may be force sensitive. Why? If he is, that'd be dumb. And the reason they say that is because <laughs> Gideon reached out to um, his subordinate, uh, the client, yeah, the, uh, mm-hmm. and he said, "Yo, bro, you ain't got the baby, right? You ain't got." How no baby. would he know? Because remember, his 
um, what are they called? His scout troopers yeah. didn't pick up on the transmission till after. till after that whole thing. So how how would he know that the baby wasn't in that thing? That's a good point. Unless he's got a fog, like a tracking thing, and he's mm-hmm. tracking That's the true. baby, he and he be. knows he, the baby's coming towards him because of, you know the beeping, just beeping Maybe, maybe not. Hmm. I think it'd be dumb if he's force sensitive. Like, you well, know, not, I'm not, I'm not, not really. Because only, if, that's like, if that's a good reason, sure. Yeah, but. To be honest, I, I agree with you, though. It'd be dumb if he's force sensitive. But we have force sensitive folks sense, in the we have force sensitive folks in the empire. We have the entire like Inquisitor who? group. So Ing. he's yeah, on the Inquisitor. He's, seven a, sisters. he's a grand. He's a grand. He's also in shadows at this point. It's not organized or any type of. <laughs> yeah, but whatever. who you don't know? What do you mean you don't know? You don't know. I think it would be an interesting layer. Yeah, well, if it's and if he it's also done knows well. so much about the child as well. Like if he knows. Yeah, that is I'm not, that. It's not for or against. We have to see how it plays out, right? Uh, last part I want to make about Grand Moff Tarkin. Grand Moff <laughs> Gideon. Moff Gideon. Gideon. He's not a Grand Moff. He's just a Moff. Is oh. his tie pilot? Is his um his tie, tie fighter. fighter? I want it's that. Like pretty cool design, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. The wings. The kind wings of just folded um, outward, which I thought was. I could have used that on the Battle of Endor, if you know what I mean. No, no, I don't. Explain no. that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I'm just saying maybe it's more powerful and like you know they lost. So like you know if if the empire had those the, why didn't they show up? Yeah, also, why didn't they have death troopers on Endor? You know, just saying. <laughs> well, the death trooper part is uh, is a, is a plot hole for sure. Uh, yes, <laughs> it's, almost, it's almost like they create them after that movie. <gasps> Wait, what? Yeah, I know. It's what? crazy, crazy. <gasps> Actually, <laughs> technically, <laughs> there's Rogue One. If they exist in Rogue One, they yeah. would have existed on Endor, and they didn't. They should have been there. So they, they should have showed up in a lot yeah. more instances. But yeah, I mean, they're probably going to use the Death Trooper as like this super rare commando elite unit, right? Where they've only shown up under certain Imperial, high up Imperial guys. Sure. So you don't think they would have wanted that on Endor? There were no high up Imperial guys. Why are you bringing up <laughs> an argument from literally like? Because I want my cake and I want to eat it too. Wow. 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 <laughs> God. So Mercedes, you kind of started this podcast off pretty hot with your void comment mm-hmm. <laughs> and you you specified that like the first 20 minutes uh-huh. did it get better for you did it get worse for you it got better uh-huh. so i think the epitome of the badness happened at 20 minutes mm. and then there were guns oh no it was the pterodactyl <laughs> things that came and i was like oh death the something's dinosaurs. happening yeah yeah whatever those creatures were and i was like yeah okay this is a bit more exciting now mm. but that was literally it that was it that was it well, i was well, offended but I'm still confused though because the entire series so far has been kind of just build up, build up, build up. This no, was this a big was big very little. This was a big payoff. Really? Yeah. Which part? I think the part of like of bringing back characters you had seen before, of putting them together, of going back, back to Navarro. Now we have a name for the planet, Navarro, confronting the client and the stormtroopers. That's the main. The main conflict of this show has been. The Mandalorian with the child on the run from the Empire mm. because of what he did in the first few episodes, right? Yeah. Like th- this is this is the conflict that's centered around getting the child, delivering it to the Empire, running from the Empire. Now he's going back to confront the Empire, and he's bringing along the characters uh, that he has met through his travels. And th- this, th- and he's a changed Mandalorian at this point too. So right? let's bring the Teen Titans in because I. Fell in love on the way and met a best friend and got some pals with me and now I'm ready to fight. That's yeah. what it feels like to me. And that's essentially what it is. Yeah. Like but that, is but like. that's what they've been building up to. Like but then that's, that's every story that's what the show. Well, but what I mean, but the show, I mean, no offense to the show, it hasn't 
it hasn't pretended to be anything super unique. Mm. Not, nothing about the show has been like, we're going to show you something You've never seen completely di- No, like, I think they're just trying, they're honestly trying to tell a very simple story in a universe you're very, you're very familiar with. And it's trying to show you a different corner of it. So I, I, think I had an interesting conversation with uh, a future guest, actually, who'll be here for our Rise of Skywalker I, podcast. I did not approve this character. And his name is Mr. Schwab. He actually brought up something really, really interesting when you compare the original trilogy to the new trilogy. Yeah. And if Sequel. we can all try our hardest, and I know it's kind of hard because there's so much backstory and other things that we've learned about Star Wars in the time since we probably all re- saw Episode Four. But if you can imagine for a second, in 1978, you see Star Wars... For the very first time, mm-hmm. you have no, you have no idea what the hell the fucking force is. You don't know what the fucking empire is. You don't know what Tatooine is. You know, <laughs> you don't know what a Jawa is or a Tuscan. You know nothing. Yeah. And you sit down and you watch this movie. The first twenty minutes of Episode Four are two droids running around in a fucking desert planet after with all the this space battle. After a space battle yeah. with all this weird shit going on, yeah. right? Okay. And then you're introduced to Luke. And then everything is very, very super small and contained self-contained, and yeah. self-contained. Sure. And the new movies, unfortunately, they have so much content and shit to work with, right? It's not just a Grand. story. It's not just a story of Ray. It's like, what, what is Tom, Dick, and Harry doing? And, yeah. and, and where's Tom's uncle and, and Dick's dick and, and Harry's Haruga? Like, where are all these other elements, right? So there's yeah. so much stuff. Sure. Interestingly enough, with the Mandalorian, I don't understand how they did it, but the Mandalorian is a very simple, very focused show, right? It's it, it's I'll, t- I'll tell you this how this guy it. and this thing. Yeah, and uh, that's it. We know we know exactly how they do it. None of the characters know anything. They oh, don't even know what the Force is. We're not, you know, we don't know anything about the planets that we're introduced to until uh, until relevant information comes up mm. with those characters, right? Much like Episode Four, Five, and Six, right? Uh, whereas, like like you said, the new movies, everything has to have a history, a backstory. You know, we have to know the past, the present, and the future about everything, right? right. Uh, so, you're right, though. That's th- I think that's why I think The Mandalorian, at least for me, has hit so hard. It's because it reminds me so much of the original trilogy and that it's very simple. Well, and what's very in- simple. Well, what's interesting, like, if you go specifically with the episode four analogy, right, where it is very self-contained, it, it is a very simple type of story that really opens you open you because you you know your protagonist is luke mm-hmm. who knows knows literally nothing like, he's an idiot he's stupid. <laughs> he's a country bumpkin he's like he's like literally <laughs> you know uh that's luke. <laughs> <laughs> um, i want to go to a talking station <laughs> oh my God. but you know he knows nothing right yeah. um you know, movies and media reflect what is popular and what works in that time. So, like, 1978, yeah. that was the type of cinema you consumed, right? Mm-hmm. The, those types of, like, kind of self-contained, simple movies where, you know, everything was, you know, a lot of exposition. and <laughs> Simple it, it, movies for simple people. No, wow. but, no but, like, compared <laughs> no, to... No, I know, I know <laughs> what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> know but compared to movies now in, like, 2000, yeah. you know, 2000 and, uh, you know, what is it, 19, right? Did you just forget what fucking year it was? Yeah. So it's almost 2020. It's just hard. Yeah. It's hard to keep up. But, like, even, like... Go back and watch a movie like The Avengers, and you'll be like, "Oh my god, this movie's so slow." It is slow, right? But pacing is but it wasn't it. slow in 2012. Uh, it kind of was. It I, I remember talking to my friend, being like, "The movie's actually not." Christian, that good don't until... lie. You don't have any friends. You're right. 
Dan's not really your friend. But what I'm it was saying, actually a, a different Dan that oh we had God. that conversation. But but what I'm saying is that um, like with specific tastes and stuff, like the the sequel trilogy has had to be this big epic, fast paced type of grand uh, piece of piece of cinema to kind of keep up with the audience and the time, which is why it feels I, different from the original. Trilogy. I don't I don't know. I, I would I disagree slightly just because. We have good examples of movies that aren't fast-paced and don't have to cram in a lot. Blockbuster that movies? Are still, yeah, like uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's a good that's example. Not a blo- no, that's, blo- that's not a blockbuster. That's not a blockbuster movie. What? Yeah. Uh, what? A blockbuster movie is like a franchise, right? Like sure. a, like It's a, also a PG-13 movie. Like a, like that's a Quentin Tarantino rated R movie. Oh, yeah, that's, that's not blockbuster. Th- right. By Fine. Any means. So, a blo- a blo- so shoot me. So a, blo- a blockbuster is like... <laughs> Avengers, you know, any of the Marvel movies, any of the DC movies, sure. Star Wars, Lord of the Rings. Independence Day 2. Right. No, that's just shit. Nope, that's considered a blockbuster. <laughs> no, we know. Failed. No, no, we I know. know. We know. Yeah, but it's shit. And <laughs> yeah. Because they didn't even know what they were making. But so what I'm saying is that that's, that's the I think part different. of the reason it feels different, with The Mandalorian being on streaming, you know, you can, you can kind of create it differently. And obviously they've pulled from Westerns, and Westerns are notoriously slow. Right, yeah. and they're notoriously super focused and very intentional, mm. and you see that throughout th- these episodes. And it, this episode, I- in particular, again, feels like a western because it is all of these loose elements coming together into this final conflict. So it, yeah. they really are fulfilling what they wanted to do with this, the western uh, influence, for sure. Continuing on with the sequel trilogy, one of the big things. For the release of this was they didn't obviously want Disney did not want uh, their properties to cannibalize each other, so they released obviously The Mandalorian uh, two days early than their usual release of a Friday, and included in this to do cross marketing, they added a sneak peek to Episode Nine. What is everyone's initial gut reaction, Mercedes? Let's hear yours first. Um, I think I've seen. This is really bad. You're gonna hate me. I think I've seen one of the trailers and not all of them that's fine and i kind of looked at the sneak peek and went because you asked me before like do you want to see it and i was like yeah sure it's fine and i went looked at him for same same <laughs> have i seen this before yeah oh, look exciting really excited for it but am i seeing anything different <laughs> i mean they show 45 seconds if i think what we can assume is a scene from the movie oh the the actual movie pow pow shooty yeah. things yeah and yeah. then they show a little super cut of um yeah of Highlight reel, basically. Uh, basically, scenes we've seen in other trailers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was it was good, but mm. yeah, same. Yeah, uh, I thought, uh-oh. uh oh. Why? Uh-oh? For for mostly the same reason, it's gonna be a lot of really fast-paced action that you're not really emotionally invested in mm-hmm. because you're not. You know, it just it's gonna the move's gonna move real quick from scene to scene, shot to shot. Uh, you know, I think it's gonna be very surface level acting. Mm-hmm. It's going to be surface level writing once again. I think we're going to get like some amazing like visual, you know, stimulating up the wazoo stuff like we've always received. But it's going to be, I'm, I'm, for me, it was like, uh oh, but like June said, it's 45 seconds, who knows, but I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't impressed. I mean, even those high impact shotty bits, they were making light of it. It was all a bit of a joke. Like, yeah, I'm going to shoot this, and oh, let's do this. Yeah, exactly. They're yeah, not, they're they're not, they're not, it's supposed to be a life, a life and death situation, yeah. and they're making fun of it. I'm like, 
I'm not scared. It we already know how this is going to go. Where's the Where's the tension? There is none. It, it felt like there was no actual stakes. But once yeah. again, it's a 45-second sure. clip. Yeah. Sure. So who knows? Maybe someone had just died in the scene before. And or maybe it's a fake trailer. Oh, Maybe sounds. the scene doesn't even exist. I heard that they're showing different movies at every theater. <laughs> oh, wow, that they, would be next level. They actually asked level. the staff of each movie theater to make their own version of Star Wars. Somehow, and that's the movie. That but that's the thing, though. Is like, if that actually happened, that would be great. That would be great. That would. I feel like that potentially could be really, really cool and interesting. They won't do it for this one. That, that, that'll come down the line when people get so bored of blockbusters. They're like, we got to come up with a really cool idea to like, trick the audience. Guys. And yeah. that's all they'll do. Uh, did you guys, do you guys remember X-Men Origins Wolverine? Yes. Exactly. I never saw it. Uh, never saw it was really When bad. it came out in theaters, they – so X-Men was the first superhero movie to have the after credit scene with X-Men 3 The Last Stand. It was? Yes. Uh, and then the next movie that came out was X-Men Origins Wolverine. Well, I thought Iron Man was the first movie. No, uh, X-Men The Last Stand came out before, two years before Iron Man did. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. And that was the first one. And then uh, Marvel, MCU, copied it. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone, everyone was like, oh, it was the MCU that started. It's like, nope, yeah. X-Men did it first. Interesting. Uh, but X-Men Origins Wolverine was the next uh, X-Men movie to come out. And they wanted to up it from doing an after credit scene. So at different theaters, there was three different after credit scenes. And it was randomly associated with any theater. So you... Whatever theater you were, you got one of the three after credit scenes. That's pretty That's cool. amazing. Yeah. The, uh, never heard about movie. it. Yeah. Well, because the movie it. was terrible. Like, it, it was god it was garbage. So what did you think about the, the sneak peek for you episode know, nine? Uh, it just reminded me of a J.J. Abrams movie. <laughs> and I don't mean that in a good way because J.J. Oh, man. Lance Flares? No, he's he's a blockbuster director where he knows where to you know he knows how to put in the glory shots. He knows how to put, where to put the action scenes in and everything that's gonna sell tickets and it looks great and it's a popcorn you know eating type of movie and you're like yeah this is a fun ride but oh it's God. like is it a good movie? It, uh, I don't know. T- technically, it's good. Technically, but yeah, but but yeah. like, is it a cohesive story? Is it one that you're invested in? Mm. Is it you know, is it this, this, and this? You know, for me, J.J. Abrams movie movies always feels like they're missing the emotionally important scenes for, you know, a cheap laugh, uh, you know, the cheap, like, woohoo, or, like, the cheap, like, yeah, this action sequence the rah-rah. looks really cool versus, and, and I just think he loses some of the the, hum- the human elements that make <laughs> a good movie. Yeah. And that's kind of what the sneak peek looked like to me. I was like... Oh no! Oh. Here we go! Here we go! But you know, yeah, it's forty-five seconds. Who, who knows? I was like, "Where's Benedict Cumberbatch?" How long no. is this movie supposed to be? Two hours and twenty-two minutes. Okay. Ooh, two, two, two. The mm. sign of the two. According to <laughs> the AMC app. <laughs> wow. What do you think? Um. He canceled his ticket. Yeah. <laughs> 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 wow. Holy uh, shit! I'm trying this whole thing where. If you we tried go, this before. I've tried this before, <laughs> and but um, like, let's be honest here. Like, Rogue One really did it in for me. Yeah. Whereas, like, it. the expectations were so fucking high. Yeah. Right. Like after seeing Episode Seven, I was just like, they can do no wrong. It's just been miss after miss after miss. But you did you you didn't like Episode Seven that much. Episode Seven, I didn't like. You hated Episode Seven. I thought no, he, right, right. he didn't hate. Oh, it. I didn't, I'm sorry. I didn't episode hate Eight, it. you hated. Episode Eight is is I tried watching it again the other night, and I literally turned it on. I was like. 
uh, I'm just going to watch YouTube videos because that seems uh, way more entertaining to me than watching this crap again. Honestly, if you cut out the whole casino sequence, it's uh, probably one of the best Star Wars But movies. the problem is the casino scene is still in there, and I know it's coming. <laughs> and it's like weird PTSD. You're, you're, like, you're, like, like, you're like, no. <laughs> no, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If, this, if George Lucas had directed it, you know we would get eight different cuts of the same movie. With like all these different configurations. Yeah, but at the very least, he would have tried to like fix the mistake of the casino scene, and then he would have kept fixing it until he died. Until it, you Not know, Greedo says McClunky for some reason. McClunky. Um, <laughs> but no, after seeing it, it's it's a generic, it's a forgettable throwaway scene. It's like cool, they're flying the Millennium Falcon, they're shooting things. Woohoo! Mm. Saw this in seven, saw this in eight. Nothing, it, nothing seems that I, interesting. Actually, to me. you've seen it in every single Star Wars movie ever made. Uh, no, nine episodes, one, two, or three. Is there a Millennium Falcon shooting type? No, you, you have ships fighters. shooting other ships. Yeah, but I said specifically the Millennium Falcon shooting TIE so, fighters. You know, so, and like, please get on my level, to, bi- to, piggy- to piggyback off what you just said, <laughs> it's fan service, right? They're, so this scene literally just puts Poe flying the Millennium Falcon. Poe's supposed to be the Han Solo. Like. Because you've already, had, you've already had Finn do it. You've already had Ray. When fly did Finn it. actually fly it? Uh, he flew it for briefly when they were on Jakku in episode seven. That's right, and she was the gunner. That's yeah. right. No, he's he is the gunner at one point, but he flies it briefly, I believe. Does he? I don't remember that. I at think all. he does. I don't remember. I, I might have no, to rewatch. No, these no, no, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. They, her, Finn and Ray were gunners. Han and Chewie were flying it on Jakku. Nope. Now I can't remember. Yeah. I, don't. I literally can't remember because I just don't care. Jakku. Wait, I, in Star Tours, uh, Finn yeah. is flying the Falcon on Jakku. Okay, so then maybe you're – actually, you're right because Han, Han and Chewie don't pick them up from Jakku until they're physically off Jakku. Off Jakku, yeah. They're not then there. they take over. So, yeah, you're right. So, one of them has to be flying. She's definitely um, in the gunner seat. So, he was flying. She, and then she, she's flying it in she episode does, eight. She does fly it because she does that maneuver. No, she flies the whole time. I don't know if she what flies t- the whole. Finn never flies the Millennium Falcon. I don't oh, know where you're going. I mean, we could just Google this. Yeah. So, to kind of recap it, Rise of Skywalker, sneak peek. I personally don't think we needed it. No. It doesn't do anything. I get it's a marketing thing. And Mercedes, your background is obviously in marketing. Uh-huh. I mean, clearly that's something you evil people would have done. Yeah, it's just like, oh, hey, guys, remember, we have this thing tomorrow. This is the whole reason why we're doing two days early. Remember, remember, go I get a, your tickets. Well, I actually have a question as you're, you know, as you're an expert in marketing. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's like a almost because to me, from my outside non-marketing perspective, it seems like a desperate move to just keep adding more and more of these teasers for like to me, it's a movie we already know if it's coming. If you're confident in the product, why do you keep showing more and more footage of it? You know, like yeah. to me, it seems like they're worried. Yeah, is that is that what it kind of seems like? Yeah, because I think especially with the Mandalorian stuff, they're trying to capture all of the non-Star Wars fans. So by putting it out in all these different types of mediums in every single platform and way possible, it's just like okay, there's that one person that's in the corner that maybe hasn't seen what everyone else has seen. Right. Let's just shove it down their throat to make sure that they're on the same bandwagon. Just keep the conversation going, mm-hmm. because people, whether you like it or not. Same with what we're doing now. We'll talk about it and say, oh, did you see that sneak peek? Yeah, mm-hmm. I did. And even if you did it, you'll then try and go back and watch it right. and say it was either trash or it was great, but you'd still have an opinion either way. But it almost seems like overkill because just this week alone, Sunday, during NFL football games, you had a sneak peek. They released exclusive things on Star Wars Battlefront. They released exclusive things on Fortnite. You have this teaser for Mandalorian just in the last four days alone. You know, yeah. like It just seems overkill. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I just I just looked at the app store on my phone, 
And then, you know, the Fortnite thing came up and you saw uh, Ren. Ray. Ray. Ray come up on it. And I was just like, oh, look, there it is again. Yeah. Constant reminder. There it is in my face. Uh, let's move into, like, the nitty gritties of the episode. Did um, you say nitty gritties? Nitty gritties. Gritty? What's okay. happening to you? <laughs> so Nick Nolte's character, whose Quill. name we learned uh, in this episode, Quill, is tragically shot. Why did we think his name was Hooli? I don't, that's what for some reason I thought I read somewhere. Hooli? Are you H U L L I? Are you like fr- from like a no s- not from actually maybe I actually started watching <laughs> from Silicon, Silicon Valley. Valley. Like uh, maybe I maybe <laughs> I actually started watching Silicon Valley maybe right like rewatching wow. right at the start. So that's hilarious. So um, Quill is unfortunately tragically killed. <laughs> Wait, and what? I, and I can can I can confirm if you guys want me to spoil it. He's spoken for the last. Do you want me to spoil it? Spoil what? Yeah. Like his fate. He's dead. He's dead, dead because we know I, that. I unfortunately pulled up IMDb and it shows him as three episodes. Yeah, he's. So. We know he's. Dead. IMDb is not always the most accurate, though. Just to let you know. Okay, now the cat's playing with a stupid toy. Good timing. Shut up, cat. I'm saying he's just like Baby Yoda. Like Baby Yoda's trying to play with the ball on the ship. He's fucking cat. I, I genuinely didn't think he was shot though. He was smoking in the back. Right, so I never noticed that because remember I said, "Oh, did he have a heart attack?" Because when he was <laughs> no, because when he was running on the little dinosaur dragon thing, he was panting, and I was just like, "Oh, he's really stressed. He's know these people behind him." So then the next shot, they were you know swooped up the baby and was on the floor. I was like, "Oh, he collapsed and fell because he's old. He just died." That yeah. is hilarious. That's what I thought. I love it. Hold on. Let me just preface cholesterol. Let me just preface to our audience: we're watching this on a sixty-five inch television screen. It's not right? big enough. 4K. You, 4K. 4K. It's not when big you, enough. When you when they show the frame of him dead, <laughs> there's at least half of that fucking screen with smoke on it. And you didn't in, notice? In Mercedes' defense, she was the furthest back. Uh, and the TV's not big enough. We need a bigger one. No, in, yeah. in Mercedes' not TV. defense... She's clearly an unobservant observer. It could have could have been <laughs> space dust. It doesn't necessarily have to be smoke. Yeah. Uh, true. The part of it's the a area dusty planet. The yeah. part of the planet that they're on is volcanic. Aha! So uh-huh, see, aha! Uh-huh. Who knows? I mean, I'm wow. honestly I'm more impressed that um, scout troopers on speeder bikes were able to hit fucking anything. So that's a good if point. If this is the case, then let's just give them. Come on, seriously. Clap for the scout troopers. Can we give guys. a slow clap? Like seriously, they it, w- it would have been they better. They hit something. It would have been better if who, uh, no? if Quill was okay. in two piece two pieces because they had one of them over. <laughs> That's so fucked up. It's more believable. It's a the kid fact show. It's a the family fact show. You, still. The fact that you don't believe it. It's a kid show because they bro. can't hit shit. I honestly thought IG Eleven was going to come out and save the day. I thought so too. That which is by the way, yeah, you. So get what it. did we think of like IG Eleven coming back to life being? Quills like um hate it slave. I will you hated it. Uh-huh. Oh my god! I, I I thought the montage of him being rehabilitated <laughs> was <laughs> fucking one of the funniest hilarious. Yeah. Just uh-huh. like trying to pick up the cup, crushes it, crushes the little lizard. Just the scene, the scene when the food. when Quills holding his head like it's his son. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna bring you back to hilarious. life. Yeah, I thought it was great. I it's thought Frankenstein. It was like, I thought it was great. Like it was a great montage moment. You know, <laughs> it was just like this is great. You no, know, I always much. love a good montage. It was like little Pinocchio and what's his name, Giuseppe. is like, I'm a real boy. Look, no. Offering him tea and... No, kill something. Please kill something. Yeah. I was waiting for that. Yeah, but, but Quill, though, is like a peaceful creature. He's no one's slave or he's, servitude he's, or anything. We haven't seen him harm a thing in this what whole... Did we think of yeah. the, what did we think of the revelation that he was like an indentured servant for the Empire? Mm. That, was, that was quite the reveal. It makes sense. It makes perfect sense from the first time we saw him when he was like... 
So even the first or second episode when Mandalorian's like, you know, I could use a gun like you, and he's like, mm, yeah, I've seen too much, I've done too much. I'm like, that too time's much over. Trauma. Yeah. And uh, so that explanation to me like makes perfect sense. I honestly, I really liked it though, especially with a character like Cara Dune, because, you know, especially in that original trilogy, you know, Empire bad, evil, you know, rebels good, yeah. you know, and you're seeing like the the great this this show is all about the grays yeah right even though quill was part of the empire you could say of the of that crew he's the most good yeah uh, you know and carrie dune even though she was part of you know the republic and a drop and a drop you know a shock trooper she's not you know she's she's not the the best of more you know best moral character out there mm. uh so i just thought and it was interesting that they had a conflict with each other but, yeah i actually like that yeah i thought it was yeah. i thought it was a great illustration of the world that they're trying to mm. portray yeah. yeah so despite all of their differences they're still all coming together for a greater good mm. whatever that is mercedes i how would you feel about the ig11 thing if uh he actually does still have if quill programmed the killer he still has his killer instinct but it is to protect yeah. How would you would you feel better about it or So from the very beginning we've been told that the Mandalorian hates droids. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And being a Mandalorian he's supposed to be this massive strong character and if he hates droids, in my opinion, I was like, Oh, okay, we also hate droids. Mm. So I almost wanted him to be proven right and give him a reason why he hates them because, you know, time after time, especially in the episode before, it's like, Oh no, droids aren't that bad. Look, they're trying to help you fix your ship and they're doing whatever and I thought okay they're kind of good but i don't really want them to be good so i just wanted him to be proven right or for him to have a justified reason to hate them interesting okay so you're you're just uh sort of pulling from the mandalorian's perspective yeah. like okay oh that's interesting cool i'm sure it'll get more nuance or more murder yeah it, it'll get more well, remember crazy like um on. quill said you know he is the ig11 unit can protect him. It's totally neutral as well. Like well, but remember though, like he probably saw his master or whatever just get gunned down by these scout troopers. I didn't do anything. I could. I wouldn't be surprised if this thing goes berserk and starts shooting anything that's wearing a white armored suit. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Like if I had to get like if we want to jump into theories for the next episode, I'm going to assume it's IG11 in that ship that's going to save some. Come bolting in and blowing everyone to Kingdom Come. Yeah, right. That that's a great. That's a great prediction. That's my prediction. We might as well do predictions. Uh, I think we should have a moment of silence for the best character who oh. died in this episode. No, he was the second best character that died. The first best character that I, I can speak oh, English, by true. the way. <laughs> uh, the best character who died in this episode was the client. Herzog? Rest in peace. He had some great lines in this episode. Every every line he ever <laughs> spoke was great because it was delivered with such unnecessary intensity. <laughs> I am the German. <laughs> that was great. My the best my favorite. We will be quiet. No, the my best my favorite. Part, yeah, best yeah. part. Best part is he he's talking about how the Mandalorian <laughs> just yeah. sucked it up and like joined the Empire. And then he goes, I want to see the baby. Without, without <laughs> pausing. Without pausing. Yeah. Without, he's just like, he's like, and the Mandalorians would be better with this. Show me the baby. It's like, wait, what, <laughs> and it's what like, are you uh, talking uh, about? And Cora is like, uh, the, the baby is sleeping. <laughs> he will be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> and then when he, when he answers the transmission, he's like, we have the baby. It is so sleeping. Can we <laughs> real quick. So real quick. So real quick. The actor so that plays Warner that character. Yeah, yeah. Who is not a, he's, he's a director. Right. He's a director. But <laughs> oh you are aware, God. though. You are aware. He is a father, right? He has kids, yeah. Which means he probably has grandkids, right. which means the character? that no, no, the actor. Oh, right. Which means then that entire sequence of "We will be quiet" 
has happened in real life. <laughs> where his kids are like, oh, the kid's sleeping. It's okay. We will be quiet. <laughs> the baby's horrified. Baby. <laughs> how, how do we know he has kids and uh, grandkids? It says it on IMDb. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. But you know, he's he is German, so he probably doesn't say it in English. Probably not. Probably well, I would, I would hope so. Yeah. Uh, so he, you know, he's gone. Rest in peace. And then. He was good. Uh, what do we think of Moff Gideon completely gunning down other troopers, other stormtroopers? They failed. They failed? They failed him. So their job was to go and find this baby thing. And I, I think it's different. What do you think it is then? So the stormtroopers he gunned down have been on Navarro for a while. They're right. all dirty. His stormtroopers are bright, shiny, clean, which tells me his stormtroopers are loyal to him. Remember, the Empire is literally fragmented, which means you have multiple warlords. 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 Mm. warlords Everyone's been great at pronunciations today. And moths and, you know, people like uh, fighting over their, Shit. you know, their territory and, you know, their stuff. Uh, and that's taken directly from Expanded Universe. Expanded Universe is exactly what happens. Um so he wasn't gunning down other stormtroopers. He was gunning down the competition. Competent, yeah, exactly. He was, he was like, eh, you know, exactly. I agree. But how how is it competition though? Because the client t- like gets the call from Grand, or excuse me, uh, Moff Gideon, mm-hmm. and he's clearly responding to him, which means he's a subordinate to him. Not necessarily. You don't know that. Yeah. He, so he's the fight. articles on the internet say that he's a subordinate. So, but those but those stormtroopers are probably loyal to him, and also Moff Gideon seems like he's just. A dick. But like, let's go. We've got to get stuff done. He seems a bit more like a bad bitch because all of those stormtroopers, as you said, were very clean and nice and whatever. And the first shot that, you know, you got when you came in was they was leaning up on things and looking very relaxed and a bit shoddy and no yes. one really cared. And it's like, yes. you guys are trash. Just go away. And his stormtroopers were like... Yeah. I'm also Bing. a little bit confused. During the <laughs> transmission, yeah, Moff Gideon... Looks like he is standing. Oh, for the love of God, are you serious? I'm just pointing. This is a this is what you're pointing out. Appears he is standing. Oh my God! But he comes and lands in a Tie Fighter. Yeah, which you would sit in. The Tie Fighter has standing room. Easy, done. End of story. Unless here's my theory: he's coming from a Star Destroyer. No good. That quickly? Yeah, maybe. Actually, I mean, he That's could my get theory. that. He could get done that. Uh, is that your prediction? Fight it. No, it's not my prediction. It's just it's no, a good. It's, it's a good prediction. It's a theory that there is that what, what? he has a star destroyer. Say, a prediction that we're going to see a star destroyer. That's, that's a great prediction. That, but th- that's, that's a, a great th- prediction. But that's crazy because this is five years after the fall of the empire. Fucking star There's, destroyer running around. Yeah, that, what the fuck? They didn't destroy every star destroyer. No, but a lot of them were told go to the deep space. Like I, we're in episode nine, we're going to see a lot of star destroyers. When when. When is this? What, what what are you drawing from here? What Battlefront Two. Okay, so a lot when of what? They did Star the, A lot of the Imperial. That doesn't forces. mean they can't come back. Yes, it does. Why? Why? Why does know. it mean they can't come back? Also, I'm not, my cat. And also, not all of them would have gone. And also, it doesn't have to, have to be a Star Destroyer. It could just also be a, just a bigger ship in space, right? <laughs> There's always oh, a bigger like <laughs> a la- <laughs> like so, a no 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 sorry in episode it's so uh, episode eight. Of the Mandalorian, when we see it next week, they write out budget, so you see this gigantic thing, and it's just like titled "Bigger Ship." <laughs> um, Why did your brain go there? Wait, but, I don't know. Well, <laughs> before we make funny. more predictions, do we want to revisit our episode seven yes, predictions? Yes, let's look at episode seven uh, predictions. Uh, some of us were correct, oh. while others actually, maybe all of us were correct. So we'll start with Christian because he's old. So in, uh, for episode seven, the current episode right now, Christian uh, predicted 
that there would be a personal revenge story. How is he correct? He yeah, could argue he is potentially slightly correct because the original plan was for them to personally portray Mando. Moving on. So for me, and it was a revenge story. So and he was going to kill the client who wanted to kill the baby. It's kind of a revenge. revenge. It's not. Revenge. I'm going to say I'm going to say I'm half right. No, it's I get most, a half a point. I would Give say it's the point. most right he's been all season. That is true. Yeah, I was complete. I was completely right because I said Giancarlo would show up. So you just I steal right. other people's yeah. predictions. Doesn't matter. You, you have no cri- original. Christian could have pulled that and he didn't. So Ravi, you, I'm, I'm gonna read through your predictions real quick. Sure. Okay? Yep. Mercedes, mm-hmm. tell me what you think of these predictions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna read them. Episode three, we will be disappointed. Episode four, <laughs> Gina Carano is introduced and her character is a that big talking point. That was stolen by no, no, me. No, we're not going to go there, right? Sure. Uh, episode five, Giancarlo will eat some kind of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> episode six, will take place on a brighter, more alive <laughs> planet. <laughs> episode seven, Giancarlo will show up. The most boring, pedestrian, safe predictions <laughs> I have ever heard in my life. Ravi, we're trying to get viewers. Don't Just put them leave. to sleep. We're crying out loud. God damn. Moving on, uh, Arjuna's uh, <laughs> prediction was we'll see Jean, uh, Gina Carano character return, which we were. That was right. I was around the dot. And, the, uh, the notes, and so. my season prediction was correct. The Mandalorian had a crew. Yep, he yeah. had a crew for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. So you were right. <laughs> Uh, so speaking, um, so for episode eight, my prediction is IG Eleven comes guns a blazing. Our mm. uh, it looks like a star destroyer will show up as yours. Christian, what's your prediction? Uh, let's go to Mercedes first. Mercedes, what's your? Is this the last one? This is the last episode for the season. You can also, yeah, yeah. Oh right. So, ooh. the Mandalorian in a fight. So, so ooh. So the I whatever IG eleven IG eleven Instagram eleven yep. creature goes buck wild and tries to attack Mandalorian because he's like you shot me I hate your face and then Mandalorian is gravely injured and baby Yoda yeah, baby Yoda baby Yoda, Yoda wow baby Yoda just fucks everything up destroys thing uses that force and just massacre see that is a prediction. Hell yeah. That's a bold prediction. And it's yeah. correct. Uh, it takes place on a brighter planet. <laughs> there will be flowers <laughs> and stars. There will be happiness. Oh, 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 oh. Ravi, Ravi, your predictions have been there will be a stormtrooper. <laughs> like, if I was Ravi, if I was Ravi right now, my prediction for next week would be Mandalorian survive. <laughs> <laughs> if I was Ravi, okay? But I'm not Ravi. Oh, Mandalorian talks. Yeah, no. Uh, I think my prediction is going to be somebody sees Mandalorian's face. We won't as the audience, but uh, his face will be revealed to somebody mm. on the show. E- either willingly or unwillingly, but I'm going to guess unwillingly. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, shout out to a uh, previous uh, guest on Was It Good for the Mandalorian, Natalie. Her season prediction was Baby Yoda heals the Mandalorian, though she he did not heal the Mandalorian. Wait, he, might still happen. Right. Yeah. We could, yeah, we yeah, could yeah. happen. We did, sti- we did still see... Baby, uh, baby Yoda slash the child heals someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. So there it is. Something. That's something. Uh, uh, our guests are better at predicting than we are. <laughs> sounds like uh, better than some people at this table. <clears throat> Children, I think it's that time. Damn, Ravi oh, was shit. Mandalorian. <laughs> oh no! Episode. <laughs> oh lordy! Se- oh lordy! Who me? <laughs> the reckoning. Good. Yes. It was. Yeah. It was wow, good. I'm, I'm shocked you said that. Really? 
A little bit. There are death troopers in it for fuck's sake. Of course it's good. Uh, but I remember you saying, seeing shut up. Rogue One and be like, shut that up. was so bad. Just Sorry, shut can I ask questions quickly? What's the difference between the white ones and the black ones? One's oh. white, one's black. I mean, you just said it. That's a <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, okay. so, so death troopers are typically, um, uh, they're, think of them more as like spec ops or special forces. Mm-hmm. Hard, more hardcore training. They're the best of the best. Uh, they have better armor. And they're taller too, right? They're taller. They're more lean. Uh, they're not your average Joe, like, run-off-the-mill type type of a thing. They're we technically, technically we don't even know if they're human, really, right? We There's, like, this whole thing because before Disney bought Star Wars in some random-ass, like, expanding universe comic book line weird thing, the Death Trooper was, like, a zombie trooper. Okay. That was the idea. Oh, so cool. there was, like, this theory running around because you never see a Death Trooper removed. I mean, you never see Stormtroopers remove the helmets, but Death Troopers especially, you don't see what's under there. Uh, and there was a theory that Death Troopers were actually like re um, animated, animated like dead stormtroopers. Like Darth Sidious okay. brought them back. Something that's like that. dope. Well, that's why I wonder what the, the Sith Troopers are now in Force Awakens because oh. they're all red and stupid. Yeah, red's dumb. It's so dumb. It's just to sell me more. Guys, armor. my costume purple is red. Would be better. Yeah, it's stupid. Well, it works better for a royal it's guard good. for a stormtrooper. Mercedes mm-hmm. was the Mandalorian episode seven good. Yes. Whoa, that's Wait, what? Yeah. Wow, you said yes? Did we convince you or you no. just knew it was right? Yes. It was trash for the first 20 minutes. Yeah. The last 10 or so, spun it around. Well, it was 40 wow. minutes total. So 40? Your math is very good. Well, then 20. I mean, the last 20. Well done. Around. Well done on throwing us for a loop. You did a good job. That's smart. Good. That's, uh, that's, that's, a, that's a, a triple frontier troll job you did there. No. I, I learned from the best, Krishna. Triple Frontier is a good movie. I don't stop understand it. what it. is wrong with would it. Would it make your top 10 movies of 2019? Of 20, Did it come out this year? Yeah. Oh, my God. Then, yes, it would. What's wrong with you? I haven't seen every movie, so. You're terrible. Well, of the movies you've seen. I, I will say this. Is it in uh, your top personal I will top s- 10? Of all time? No, of the 2019. I, I think so. I don't remember. I, haven't seen, I don't remember every movie I've seen this year. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> I will say this. It probably is going to be better than episode 9. There, I said it. Anyways, uh, I'm say you have to ask. Oh, Arjuna, was The Mandalorian, The Reckoning, Episode 7, good? I mean, you got the order incorrect. I but mean, um, I tried. Yes, it was good, and it was the best episode of The Mandalorian so far. Damn, I won't go that far. I wouldn't either, actually. No, you're exaggerating. What's wrong with you? Just stop. <laughs> <laughs> you're wrong. I don't. I, okay, for me it was, you <laughs> the damn trolls. Christian, it was... The Mandalorian, Episode 7, The Reckoning, good. See, senor. <laughs> See? Uh, uh, it, yes, it was. It was great. And would you all watch it again? Uh, yeah, I will watch it again. Yes. When I binge Probably. it, the whole the whole thing in about six months. Sounds about right. Six months, more like six hours, am I right? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no. All right. Who wants, <laughs> try, who, who wants to try and hack the uh, app and unlock the eighth episode? What? That's not how it works, but good <laughs> job. It's probably it's, like, it's probably uploaded in there. It's CMS. like it's like hidden. It probably it's is. hidden in the. Actually, case, honestly, po- maybe probably not though because of the. You think they wait to upload? Yeah, just because I feel like to avoid maybe leaks or Seriously. somebody, you know, hacking or somebody getting the itchy trigger finger. And or? also, you have to remember, there's no actual air time. It's just an air date, so okay. they don't have to work. Like they could literally upload it at eight a.m. the day of release or whatever. If there's a problem, they could be like, well, whatever. We'll just re-upload. Accidente. So, that's yeah. why. Uh, that's going to do it for us at Was It Good? We just finished Mandalorian Episode 7. Everyone liked it. 
big surprise there. Actually, it really was because we thought <laughs> some people at this table weren't going to big like whoop. it. You can follow us on Twitter at Was It Good. You can follow us on Instagram at Was It Good BTM and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Was It Good. Our next podcast is most likely going to be that great Star Wars Rise of Skywalker life. So be sure to tune into that. Punch that subscribe button and hit that like bullshit. Like, follow, and subscribe. Can I ask one more question? No, the yet? fucking podcast is over. Real quick, everyone, are you more excited for Rise of Skywalker no. or Episode 8 of The Mandalorian? Episode 8. Uh, I'm going to go Rise of Skywalker. I'll do Episode 8. I'm going to say Episode 8 as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's all I wanted to know. That's going to do it. Thank you once again. And uh, as they always say, live long and prosper. You motherfucker. Wow, Jesus. Tyrone Christ. <laughs> Wait, guys, I, I forgot to hit record the whole time. <gasps> I believe you. <laughs>